That's going to be great. So thank you guys for being mm. on with us. We're really excited because here's what's awesome with the word. The word, when we realize this, it literally changes everything. The yeah. word gives us keys for how to guarantee a full, wonderful, yeah. prosperous life. Mm -hmm. And so often, like when we treat the book like it's a book yeah. instead of being living life it's alive it's sharper than any two-edged sword it is truth and it's it's bread to those who eat of it when we start approaching it like this then no matter where you know you're whether you're watching on this broadcast whether you're in a sermon mm -hmm. like during a sunday morning or you're just reading the word yourself there's something in it for you yeah. Like you can't come to the table of God and not walk away full and walk and walk away unchanged. It's mm. impossible. So today as we dig into the word, expect to yeah. receive something mm. mighty from God. Because here's the thing, he's not a respecter of persons. Yeah. We may not be Pastor Brian, but the word still remains the same. Yeah. He honors his word and yeah. he has a good word for you today. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to provide a key to guarantee mm. success if we'll put it in our, into practice in our life. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the Bible says that God watches over his word to yeah. perform it. You know, you, you picture this right now. Just close your eyes and picture God yeah. in heaven watching over the word as mm -hmm. it's being spoken, as this word is being spoken uh, to you. And as you're receiving the word, God's watching over the word. Yeah. And he's expecting to perform it in your life to anyone who's willing to receive yeah. the word. Like he's ready. Like, like, when you think like God watching over his word, he's like ready and has an expectation. Yeah. I just want to get this blessing into their hands. I want to get this increase into their lives. I want to pour out this blessing. All they got to do is receive it and I'm ready. He's watching over his word, yeah. ready to perform it. And like you, you read in Joshua chapter one, verse eight, you know, talking about the importance of the word, you know, is he says, if you study this book of instruction, meditate on it day and night, what are we doing right now? We're just meditating on the yeah. word. We're letting the word come out of, he also says, let it not depart from your mouth. We're speaking the word, kind of what we just did with confessions, yeah. you know, in all these things, he says in Joshua one, one eight, he says, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Yeah. Basically, you're going to increase when you meditate on the word. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, as we're today, we're talking about how to guarantee increase and, you know, understanding the word, listening to the word, meditating on the word, speaking yeah. the word, you know, this, all that we're doing right now is, is bringing about God's increase. Why? Because he watches over his word and he's ready to perform it in, life, in your life. Put yeah. it in the comments. God's ready to perform his word in my life. Put yeah. that in the comments right now. And let that drive, like let's yeah. all, us included, yeah. drive us to a place of excitement. Because have you ever like had something prepared to give somebody and you knew how good it was, mm -hmm. like you, it was a good gift. Like it, yeah. it, it was something you planned for, like you saved up for it. You yeah. know, yeah. oh, when they open this, they're going to be so excited. Like, I, I think it's an ironic one, but on my birthday last week, Deb, William's mom has been so excited to give me my birthday present for like months. She'd wow. see me and she's like, I have your birthday present and it's amazing. It's amazing and I'm so excited to watch you open it. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I'm so ex like she would tell me all of the time. That's literally how God is with us. God is so excited for us to dig into the word and to yeah. uncover yeah. the truths that he has for us. God's more excited about it than we are, or yeah. especially more than we have been. Mm -hmm. But when we match their excitement, we know, I think that there's like that reservation of, I don't want to get my hopes up mm -hmm. because what if they get let down? Here's the thing. God's never, ever going to let you down. He is not going to rickroll you. He like, you can get your hopes up and he's not going to let you down. Mm -hmm. He is the God who sustains you. Yeah. And he is not just as good as he sounds. He's yeah. better than he sounds. Mm -hmm. He's better than what we've known. His ways are better than what we've known. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he tells us in Jeremiah 29 that the plans that he has for us is full of future yeah. and a hope, not mm -hmm. for tragedy, not for sadness, not yeah. for calamity, good things. Mm -hmm. God's got good things. Mm -hmm. And when yeah. that starts to come alive inside of us, when we approach God, we can do it with genuine enthusiasm and yeah. joy because we know 
Oh my God is so good. Yeah. He loves me so much and he has something amazing for me today. Yeah. Amen. And, and you know, today we're, we're going to be talking specifically just about increase and, you know, probably throughout this week, we're going to be talking uh, along this vein and, uh, and, you know, put this in the comments, you know, cause we, I know we already said this in our confession, but it's my year yeah. of increase. My year. This is my year of increase. This, that's a word that God gave over everyone who partners with this ministry. Yeah. You know, this is your year of increase. God has a desire for us to increase. If he didn't have a desire for us to increase, then he wouldn't have given us yeah. a word that shows us how to increase. Right? Like, uh, if you look in Deuteronomy 28, yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 28, um, like, Grayson. Hey, Grayson. Good to see you. It, this is our year of increase. Uh, so Deuteronomy chapter 28, um, and we'll, we'll start at verse 1. I don't know why it's taking me a while to get there. Do you want to start reading? Sure. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. So literally the list of good things that's like following, mm -hmm. they're available for you. Like yeah. you can have them right now. Yeah, yeah. And he says, if you obey yeah. me, what does that mean? That means he's, God's literally saying, hey, I've given you an instruction that'll guarantee your increase. Yep. I've given you a word that guarantees your increase. I've given you literally... This is, it's literally like our instruction book of yeah. life. Like, oh man, how am I going to get through this? Uh, your answer's in the word, right? <laughs> like all, all that you need, yeah. you know, all that you need for life and godliness, yeah. all that you need, it's made available to you. All that, uh, what is that? First Peter one something. Uh, <laughs> that sounds right. I don't know. It's either first Peter or Ephesians one. It's one of those two. Um, but basically the word says everything that you need for life has been made available to you. And a big part of that is in this word. Yeah. You know, a big part of that is in this word. The answers that you need for a lot of your questions, you can find it here. Yeah. So he says, if you obey, I will set you high. Mm -hmm. What's that? What does that look like? That doesn't look like decrease. Yeah. That's increase. You know, and he begins to list, you know, uh, the blessings that will overtake you. You'll be blessed in the city, uh, in your country. Your offspring will be blessed, the produce of your ground. Yeah. You'll be blessed coming in, going out. Your enemies will be essentially cursed. Um, the, he'll command the blessing yep. on your barns. But I'll just jump to uh, verse 11. Um, or look at verse 10. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you're called by the name of the Lord. Yeah. They'll, so we're not just talking about spiritual increase that's right. a big part of it but we're talking about manifested increase yeah that all the people around you will see the increase on your life uh but verse 11 says this the lord will make you abound in prosperity in the offspring of your body the offspring of your beast and the produce of your ground in the land which the lord swore to your fathers to give you the lord will open for you his good storehouse of the heavens to give rain on your land in season yeah. and bless all the work of your hand and you shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow and this is where this is the ultimate goal of our increase, the ultimate end of our increase, yeah. right? The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Right. You will, uh, and you only, put this in the comments, only, and you will only be above and you will not be underneath. Yeah. If you listen to the commands of the Lord your God, which I charge you to today, to observe them carefully and don't turn aside from them. He's yeah. literally saying, when you listen to, to my word, when, you, when you're following what, what I'm commanding, what I'm giving you to do, he says, oh man, I'm going to set you high. Yeah. That's where the increase comes. When you do what I tell you to do, that's where the increase comes. Yeah. Like the kingdom is a rewards-based system. Yeah. And I know that that can sound controversial to people who don't believe it or who mm. don't like it, yeah. but it is. Like you literally, we literally just read scriptures all through Deuteronomy 28. And here's the thing. The back half of that chapter is God if you read it in context, he's saying these curses will come upon you if you don't obey me. Mm -hmm. But to people who do obey them or who do obey the Lord, we know that not only do the blessings come upon mm -hmm. us, but we're redeemed from all the curse. Yeah. That's literally God saying, 
Here are all of the rewards mm -hmm. up front. Mm -hmm. Up front, you get to know what every yeah. single reward is. Mm -hmm. You get to be redeemed, restored. You get to have all of these things. Literally, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom and yeah. his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. So this is, you see it all through the word. You know, I, Abraham flourished everywhere he went. Isaac sowed in a time of famine, and yeah. he had so much stuff that literally kings came to him. It was like, you've got to move. You've got to leave. You've got too much. I'm threatened by you. You can see it in the word. Like it's not just a couple places. Deuteronomy, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Like God is a God of increase. Yeah. It's a reward based system, the mm -hmm. kingdom of God. Yeah. But here's the thing. If we don't know what the rewards are, why are we going to desire them? You know, like I think of, I taught for a few years and I would also implement a reward-based system. You know, you do a good thing, you get a gold star. You do a good thing, you get a lollipop, whatever it was. And, but if the kids didn't know that it was available to them, then even if they did the good thing, there wouldn't be as much joy in it. But when they knew like that gold star was coming or that that yeah. lollipop was coming, yeah. it was I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you go after God for the stuff, but when we know it's part of who he is and he's already guaranteed it to us, then denying the increase that God has made available is yeah. denying his goodness in our life. Mm -hmm. He wants us to have this stuff. He yeah. desires for us to increase. Here's a fun thing to think about. You know, when we deny his blessings, we're actually denying a part of who he yeah. is. Because uh, Hebrews eleven six says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Yeah. So for, first and foremost, if there's any other reason that we want to to, to believe in it, that He's a rewarding yeah. God, you know, we, you know, it, he's, it says without faith, it is impossible. I, if there's any other reason to believe that He's a rewarder, it's so that I can please my Father. Yeah. I want to please my Father. I want to please my God. Yeah. I don't want to be unpleasing to Him. Yep. I want to bless Him. I want to honor Him. You know, like you were kind of saying it before, if you worked so hard to give a gift to someone and, and they don't receive it or they lightly esteem it or yeah. they just kind of reject it. Oh, no, I'm too, I'm too, like, imagine this, you know, if you have a child, right, and, and you know, you save up for, for, so for, let's say you save up for months to get them just a yeah. real nice bike or a real nice gift and you show it to them and they say, oh, no, I'm not worthy of this. I don't want this. Take it away. Yeah. What are you talking about? First and foremost, you're thinking, where did I miss it to give you that kind of like low self-esteem? But you're also thinking, I, I just want to bless you. I want to bless you. That's who yeah. I am. That's my nature, you know. And and what was the price that God paid to to bring yeah. this to, to to bring these rewards and this stuff to us? His son, you yeah. know, like he paid the ultimate price so that we cannot forget his benefits. So yeah. so look at this. He says, it is without faith, it is impossible to please him. So I want to please my God. And he, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. Yeah. That, that's a, a part of the character and nature of God. In his nature, he is a rewarder. Yeah. Put that in the comments. In his nature, God is a rewarder. That's who he is. That's a part of who he is. Yeah. He is, in his nature, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. So if I seek him... I will find him. That yeah. goes back to what uh, Pastor was talking about all last week. You know, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week, go back and listen to those messages on bias. They're, yeah. You know, it's it's different than you think. It's different than you recognize. It, so go, go back because when we seek him, we'll find him. Yeah. And if we seek him, there's rewards yeah. that, that come come as a result of it. I don't seek him for the rewards. I seek him because I want to please him. Yeah. And I recognize that when I seek after him with all my heart, there's a benefit that comes as a result of that. Yeah. Because in his nature, he's a rewarder. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. He's, he's conditional. Like he, he's a covenant God and yeah. there's part that we need to uphold. Yeah. It's not just, hello, you're reading this book. Good job. Now all these things happen to you because yeah. you chose to read a book. No, it's if you obey me, if you keep my commandments and so like that list that Buddy read, the Deuteronomy 28, that's conditional for those who obey me. Yeah. Well, that's under the law. What's, what's our new law? Like mm -hmm. what are our commandments now that we're to follow? Yeah. 
to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves, yeah. like to love one another. Yeah. Those are our two commandments. Like he literally says, there's no other commandment greater than these things. Mm -hmm. So if we will obey these, that's when the blessing comes. Yeah. But so often because of how our like society is, mm -hmm. it's, it's been so entitlement based. We've thought, I've thought, oh, I am doing so well today. I've picked up my Bible. I've opened my Bible. I've Instagrammed my Bible. People know I've looked at my Bible today. I've done so well. And and now I'm I'm gonna take another picture of my coffee in front of my Bible. Double holy. And you know what? I'm even gonna listen to a right station on the way to work this morning and I'm even gonna sing. Oh my gosh, I sang I sang the song. I opened the Bible. I took a picture. I sang oh, the song. I opened the Bible app and I shared the verse of the day. Yeah, I did. Oh, oh it's on my story. <laughs> like we've literally thought that that's all it's been and mm -hmm. we've done our Christian duty. Mm -hmm. But literally the word tells us, love the Lord your God with mm -hmm. all your heart, yeah. all your mind, mm -hmm. all your strength. Love him with all that we are, mm -hmm. not partial, mm -hmm. not just in part. Mm -hmm. Our whole heart, yeah. Jeremiah 29, like verses 11 through 14, the ones that pastor was talking about last week, we will seek him and find him when we search for him with our whole heart. Mm -hmm. We can't be half-hearted yeah. about it. Yeah. He has got to be on the throne in our lives. Mm -hmm. For increase to come, God's got to be on the throne. Yeah. Put that on the comments. Yeah. For increase to come, yeah. God has to be on the throne. Mm -hmm. It won't come any other way. Yeah, so, so really, well, the question that we need to ask ourselves is, you know, in my life and in everything that I do, who is the source? Yeah. You know, who's the source of, of my strength? Because I got to seek it. Because when we choose, like, I'm going to be my source, yeah. basically what we're doing is we're removing love from the situation. Yeah. Because God is love. You read that in First John uh, chapter 4. God is love. You know, God is love. And, and Jesus talks about it in John 15, apart from me, you can't do anything. Right. You know, and so if I desire, or if, if I desire God, if, you know, if I desire increase, really the only way I can find that is in God. But what I need to do is I need to desire God above yeah. all else. Because he is the one who brings the increase. Uh, yeah. You see it in the Old Testament, you know, promotion doesn't come from the East or from the West, yeah. right? Uh, basically, increase doesn't come from your boss. Increase doesn't come from, you know, it doesn't come from your work ethic. It doesn't mm -hmm. come from all those things. Now, now there, there are aspects where, 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 you know, but why, why do I have a good work ethic? Because my God gave, you yeah. know, empowered me to have it. You know, why, why does my boss give me uh, a promotion? Because God is the yeah. one who, who initiated that. You know, yeah. like I, like I've been in places where, where the company is going down but for some reason, my salary is going up. Yeah. Like, and I, it makes zero sense. You know, you know, it makes zero sense. And you know, the people, the people in that company didn't really even like me that well either. Yeah. But somehow they kept increasing. They were taking pay cuts, and you know, it yeah. didn't make sense. But it was God's favor. That's how God operates. You know, when you're connected with God, increase comes. But it's because not because I'm pursuing increase. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm pursuing that fellowship with my Father. Yeah, I'm making Him the source. I'm giving Him the glory. You know, and when I seek after Him with my whole heart. All of a sudden, see, you can't be in the presence of God and not go up. Yeah. Put that in the comments. You can't be in the presence of God and not go That's up. That's true. Because he is a God of increase, because he is a rewarder. Yeah. So when I choose, like we read in, in, uh, in Hebrews eleven six, you know, uh, to please him. Yeah. When I purpose in my heart, I just want my life to be holy and pleasing to God. Yeah. I want to be acceptable, acceptable and pleasing to God. You know, my life, I'm going to lay it down and before God and say, God, do with it what you want. Yeah. God, I want to, all I want to do is I want to please you. I want to honor you. I want, I want, I want to give you the glory. Yeah. You know, when we purpose in our hearts, that's what we want to do with our lives. Man, God's going to say, you know what? I see someone who's seeking after me with their yeah. whole heart. Man, I'm going to show myself strong on their yeah. behalf. Well, and you said something a second ago that just, it, it triggered another thought in me. You can be seeking God but seeking his benefit above him. So like, here's, here's what I mean. I was talking to Hannah. Hannah, I, I got your text message. I just haven't gotten to respond last night. And she had sent me a question about 
just generally, why is it that some people, when they ask God for to speak in tongues, that they don't speak in tongues? Mm -hmm. And I was that way. Like I desired to speak in tongues as soon as I knew it was the Lord and I had revelation on it. I was like, I want to do this and I want to do it right now. And here's the thing. God can do that. But I was so focused on it over God that when I was seeking God, I was actually seeking tongues and I was so wrapped up in my head Mm. that I was blocking it from happening. And that's so often what happens when we pray. You know, there could be a need that we have, like something that we need the Lord's answer. We need his wisdom on it. We need his provision with it. Whatever it is, we we need this. And yet when we pray, that becomes our focus. Mm-hmm. Hello, God. It's me again. I Lord, I need that raise. I need that raise. I need that raise yesterday. Thank you for that raise. Thank you, God, for the raise. Oh, I thank you for the raise. You're the God of raises. You're the God of the increase. You're the God. And we're so focused on the thing that we stop becoming focused on him. And that's where the block is. So for me, with the speaking in tongues thing, like it was months, months. (laughs) And finally, I was literally worshiping one day. Like I was at a youth camp. I was helping to counsel that summer. And I would just happen to be visiting that night. And I went and I was worshiping. And all I was meditating, all I was thinking about in the middle of singing was, God, you're so good. You are so good. I love you so much. And like, I I wasn't even singing the words of the song anymore. I was literally singing, God, I love you. God, you're amazing. You are so awesome. I I, I don't even know what more I can say about you. I don't even have words to say what I want to say about you. And literally my prayer language came just like that. I ran out of words in English and the Lord filled it because it was a desire of my heart. But in that moment, I was seeking him first. And that's what the word tells us. You know, so often... We, we block receiving because of worry and yeah. fear mm-hmm. and, or, you know, here at Boomerang, you know, Boomerang, we've heard it's our year of increase. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I had this happen at one point, like pastor gave the word, it's our year of increase. Mm-hmm. A word came through me multiple times last year that we, the parking lot would be filled with new vehicles. It came through pastor too, not just me. It's not a go bear it, but like it came and I knew it. And then new cars started coming but not for me and George. And I'm like, but, but God, <laughs> like, I know that this is the year. And I had to check it real yep. fast, but literally you can get so wrapped up in it's our year of increase, but it hasn't happened for me yet. Mm-hmm. I ha- Maybe it's not going to happen for me. Maybe it's everyone else's year. And we get so wrapped up mm-hmm. in worry yeah. that the very moment that God's about to bless, mm-hmm. it's we're, we're at a choke point and we can't hear, yeah. but you read in Matthew six, 25 through 34, it's God basically saying, like the little title that they put at the top of that passage says the cure for anxiety. It says, don't be worried. And it's talking about, don't be worried about your life. You know, don't be worried about the things you're going to eat. Don't be worried about where it's going to come from. The birds of the air, they don't sow, they don't scatter seed. And yet God provides for them. The lilies of the valley, they're not worried about where their water's coming from. They are provided for. How much more are you going to be provided for? But here's how it comes. We said it earlier. Seek first. You know, go back. Don't worry then saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things, Mm -hmm. but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Mm -hmm. As we fix our mind on him, he adds the supply that's needed, but our mind has to be fixed in order for the provision to come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like a lot of times, like our mind has to be fixed on him. Yeah. You know, he, like he, he's basically his goodness, his mercy. Yeah. Like pastor did a series a while ago that I just started listening to called the two parts of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the one part and the main part is God is good and he wants to bring his goodness to us. Yep. The part that we often focuses on is what do I need to do yeah. to receive it, you know? Yeah. And that's been partially my ditch and I'm overcoming that. Amen. Praise God. Um, but like God is good. He wants to bring his goodness to us. And basically 
where our posture just needs to be to praise him. You know, yeah. uh, like, God, you're so faithful. You're so good. You're like, focus more on his goodness. You know, yeah. Fo- like when we focus more on his goodness and his desire to bring good things to yeah. us, that'll open us up more than when we focus on where am I missing it? What am I doing yeah. wrong? Because I've done that so much. Like, yeah, you know, I, I'm believing for this, but it hasn't happened yet. Am I missing it? We're, and yeah. we try to dissect the whole thing. Or I'll just say, I, I have tried to dissect the whole it, thing. Sure. You know, like, like, okay, you know, maybe this verse might be the re- Maybe I'm not doing this as well. Maybe yeah. No, God wants to, you know, we were talking about earlier. God is watching over his word to perform yeah. it. All I have to do is to put expectation on it. The reality that my God is good and he just wants to bless me. Yeah. Not saying that we need to ignore the reality that there's a part that we have to play in it. I'm not saying just avoid that. What I'm saying is, most I should focus my attention on just the goodness of God and worshiping yeah. him because he wants to bring good things to me. Not focusing most of my attention on where am I missing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I, if my eyes are on him, he's going to illuminate where I'm missing it. You know, Re- see, God knows what I need to change more than me trying to dissect sure. the issue. You know, like, so am, if I'm, if my eyes are on him, he's going to give me wisdom and revelation. You know, the Bible says in uh, James chapter one, if any of you lacks wisdom, just ask God and he'll give yeah. it to you, you know, but, but who's the source? It's not me trying to dissect it. Yeah. Cause I've made my, I had in the past made myself the source by trying to figure out where am I missing it rather than making God the source. Yeah. God, you know, I'm just going to look to you. I'm going to turn my eyes on you and I'm going to allow you to just wash in me yeah. what needs to wash out of me what needs to be washed out let let your light expose the areas in my life that that i need to adjust yeah and just put my trust in him and that's where it'll work out yeah um when you were sharing that the verse that came to me was uh psalm 103 you know we we've been talking about increase god wants to bless you god wants to increase you and we've also been talking about just recognizing his goodness mm-hmm. and, and and worshiping him and focusing on on him but uh you know this is how i've read uh psalm 103 in the past and um and I'm just curious how many people can relate to this. Uh, this is how I've read it. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who pardons your iniquities, who heals your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things and re- renews your youth like the eagles. That's kind of how I've read it. You know, like, yeah, he, he forgives all my sin. He heals all my disease. And, and, you know, I focus on that part. And that's yeah. a great part because he says, don't forget about this part. But what I have done is I've kind of just breezed over the first yeah. two verses where it says where, where it talks about basically the this is the opening this is what opens up the rest of of the psalm bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless yeah. his holy name literally bless the lord oh my soul basically what he's saying he's putting his thoughts down his mind as well as emotions he's just saying i want yeah. everything that is within me I want it to bless his holy name. Yeah. Whether I feel it or not, I want to bless his holy name. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Yeah. Bless, and then he says it again, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Yeah. So as I'm blessing him, the benefits follow. Yeah. As I'm blessing him with all that is within me, the benefits uh, come, come yeah. as a result. I'm seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these benefits, all these things, will will come as a result. Yeah. He he pardons all my iniquity. He heals all my disease. So if yeah. you're believing for healing right now, whatever you're believing healing for, bless him with all that is within you. Bless his holy name. Oh God, you're so faithful. I know that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I'm not just going to seek the stuff. I'm going to seek him and I'm going to bless him. And I know as a result the rewards follow yeah. follow afterwards. Well, I, Brother Tracy has been ministering on this at his church recently over the last three weeks. And one of the things that he <coughs> talked about is how important it is to remove the mixture from the church. And what basically in context, what he's been talking about is removing the mixture of I will bless God with all my heart and all my soul, but yet I'm going to let a little bit of worldly doubt remain inside of me. It's time for us to remove the mixture of God's blessing me, but 
probably this bad thing still could happen too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna stay realistic about this. No, realistic is the word of God. Realistic is what the word says. Realistic is what God has already told yeah. you he is doing, he will do. And one of the things that Brother Tracy says is that it is blasphemy. It's blasphemy for a child of God to doubt the goodness of God. It's blasphemy for a child of God to doubt the goodness of God. And, and that may sound harsh, but it is. Like, he, we have a God who is amazing. He's amazing. Like, he, we say all this other stuff is good. That was a really good movie. That was a really good steak. That I, man, do I love this piece of chocolate. Like, oh, I love, I love this TV show. But we have a God who's actually worthy of our praise. Mm -hmm. We have a God who is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. He amazes. Like you read through the book of Acts. We have a week coming up here at Boomerang that's called like the, the amazing acts. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go through the yeah. book and, pa and Pastor Brian's going to minister on it. Mm -hmm. Because when you read yeah. through Acts, every time the power of God was on display, they were amazed. Mm -hmm. Like it says, the people were amazed. Mm -hmm. They were in awe. Yeah. They were in wonder. And What's happened is we have allowed our eyes to be moved from God, from yeah. the word, yeah. and onto our situation, yeah. onto what we can physically see. But literally, what we can physically see, it's yeah. subject to change. Yeah. Pastor Brian says that all the time. If I can see it, it's subject to change. Mm -hmm. If it's in front of me, it's temporary. Mm -hmm. It is subject to change. Yeah. The word changes everything. Yeah. It changes every circumstance. It changes everything. Yeah. We are not subject to it, it is subject to the word. Yeah. So if we speak the word, it has to produce life yeah. because that's what God says. The word produces yeah. life. Yeah. So we need to get to the praising side and stay on the praising side, regardless of what our mind thinks, regardless of what our feelings yeah. say. Yeah. Feelings are subject to change. Yeah. Our thoughts, they're subject to change. How somebody else thinks about something, it's yeah. subject to change. Yeah. What is it, what's in front of us, it's subject to change. Yeah. Whatever those circumstances have been that have said, you know what, it's not your year of increase, mm. it's everybody else's. It's subject to change. Mm -hmm. Whatever has been yeah. casting doubt, it's subject to change. Yeah. Somebody else's opinion, it doesn't matter because yeah. God is able to change yeah. everything. Yeah, all things are possible to him who believes. Yeah. There's literally, honestly, that's the words of Christ. Mm -hmm. All things are possible to him who believes. So if I, so basically, yeah. if I attach my faith to the goodness of God, recognizing that God is good. Yeah. He is faithful. He is merciful. He is awesome. He is good. Yeah. Put in the comments, God is good. Yeah. It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. Yeah. It's the goodness of God that heals the sick. It's the compassion of God that 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 bring that supplies all of our needs, you mm -hmm. know. You we when we stop under when we when we take our eyes off the goodness of God, that's when th that's when things begin to decrease. Yeah. You know, but when we keep our eyes on the reality that God is good. Yeah. He wants to bring good things to us. He wants to pr bring increase into our lives. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun. It gets brighter and brighter. It doesn't get duller and duller. My my Faith in the goodness of God is what is what's going to produce in me joy. Yeah. It's going to produce in because it's with joy that draws from the walls of salvation. Mm -hmm. Because I know that my God is good, I know that He wants to heal me of that yeah. depression. He wants to He wants to deliver me from that anxiety. He wants to give me joy and peace. He wants to heal to heal my physical body. Yeah. You know the Bible says about uh, speaking of the spirit. If the spirit of God is inside of us, He will quicken our mortal bodies. Yeah. You know, but more than that, Jesus came healing all the sick why because he had compassion he had love for them my god and he he said i only do what i see my father do yeah why he recognized love my god is a loving god he is a good god and because he is good he wants to bring goodness good yeah. things to me so so when i when i attach my faith to the goodness of god man what 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 am i missing what is what is impossible nothing's yeah. impossible 
Because my God is good and he loves me. And how do I know that? Because I know what his word says. Yeah. All this word tells me is that God's will for me is good. Yeah. He, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 uh, through 14. You know, uh, I know the plans I have for you. Plans for your welfare, not for your calamities. He has no plans for my calamities. He only has plans for my good. So if calamity comes my way, yep. I can recognize immediately, oh, no, this isn't God's best for me. This isn't God's will for me. It's subject to change. Yeah. And you don't have to receive it. Yeah. Just because a package is delivered to your door doesn't yeah. mean you have to leave it at your door. Yeah. You can return it to sender. Mm -hmm. Literally, if somebody dropped you off a package mm -hmm. and it was full of awful things and you didn't order them, you are not liable to keep them. Yeah. You can take that bad boy back to the mm -hmm. post office and be like, you got the wrong address. You got the wrong person. It doesn't belong to me. Mm -hmm. See, things may come, but literally, like Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. used to do this often, especially when he was ministering to youth. And it's always stuck with me. I used to minister to this to the youth here. This is so simple. Get a sheet of paper and on one side, write good. <laughs> and on the other side, write bad. So you have good, bad. Below that, write God under good, Satan under bad. Mm -hmm. Every good thing comes from God. Yeah. Everything that is good, mm -hmm. everything that is wonderful, it comes from him. Yeah. If it's bad, it comes from the enemy in some way, shape, or form. Well, here's what's awesome. If it's on the bad list, it doesn't belong to you. Yeah. And you don't have to take it. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to tolerate it. Yeah. It could drive by, but you have authority over your life. So if that thought is trying to drive by, a negative thought, a, a negative situation, a negative report, whatever, it's not yours. Mm -hmm. Not mine, can't yeah. be mine. Yeah. My report is life and life in abundance. You know what? The doctor says cancer, not mine. I'm No, I can't get cancer. I am healed always. Mm -hmm. I am healed. I am protected. Jesus prayed that I would be kept from the evil mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And here's the thing. You start talking that way and it can make people's yeah. flesh feel uncomfortable because it's like, how could you say that? Because my God redeemed me from it. Yeah. And when it's alive in you, it's no, I can't be poor. I can't be poor. I can't be poor. It would yeah. be really good for the body of Christ to take that and to get yeah. that alive inside. I can't be poor. Yeah. I can't be in lack. Mm -hmm. I can't have yeah. my needs not met. Yeah. I am provided for because yeah. it's in the very character and nature of God. Yeah. God is our provider. Jehovah yeah. Jireh. He mm -hmm. is provider. Yeah. So if that's who he is, it's who you are. You're yeah. provided for. He's the provider. <laughs> you get all the benefits of that. Yeah. So start letting that excitement come inside of yeah. you. He can't be, you can't be disappointed by him. Yeah. Man may have disappointed you. And if that's the case, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if the church has hurt you. I'm so sorry if somebody has manipulated the word of God. I'm so sorry if there was a time where you tried to stand in faith and maybe your faith wasn't where you thought it was. And all of a sudden something happened and it just, it rocked you. All of these things have happened to me before mm -hmm. and I can completely, completely empathize and on behalf of any minister, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry you've dealt with this. But here's the thing. God himself cannot disappoint. He'll take you higher. Mm -hmm. If anybody had the ability to be disappointed, it was Job. If anybody mm -hmm. <laughs> could have ever looked at God and been disappointed, it was him. Mm -hmm. But see, here's the thing. Even though Job opened the door to fear, Satan took right hold of that door and let, and all the crummy things happened to him. God is a restorer mm -hmm. and he restored him in less than two years. He had double, yeah. let, like some scholars say it was less than a year, yeah. but he had double what was lost. God mm -hmm. won't let you stay there if yeah. you will seek him first. Mm -hmm. Even in Job's questioning, he was still seeking him. Yeah. Even in his ignorance, mm -hmm. he was still seeking God. Yeah. And because he was seeking God, God was then able to come in and mm -hmm. heal and then lead him to the place where he could then add back to Job the double that was taken. Yeah. Well, what was Job's initial response? Yeah, you know, to worship. 
He worshiped God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so what did he do first? He sought first God. Yeah. He sought first God's righteousness. The first thing he did, he fell to his knees. Yeah. And he began to seek the Lord. You know, yeah. he began to worship God. God, I don't understand what's going on. And it was very clear in a lot of the things he said, because he said at the end, I spoke of things I knew nothing about. But, but like in, in his heart of hearts, yeah. he was, God, I don't understand this. Uh, but I worship you anyway. Yeah. And because of that worship, because of that heart, yeah. you know, uh, he, God, God restored him and God recognized his heart. Yeah. You know? And so, and so that's what we need to do. You know, we need to worship God no matter what's going on. Yeah. Worship. Cause, cause see worship and praise is evidence of, of faith. It, yeah. You know, if Jesus was with you, I mean, uh, how many of the disciples lacked anything financially when they were with Jesus? They never lacked anything. Mm -hmm. Even when Jesus sent them out, and he specifically sent them out, don't take any sword for protection. Yeah. Don't take any money with you. Don't take any extra clothes. Basically, what, what was he saying? I want you to learn how to trust in God in this. Yeah. And, and when they came back, he said, did any of you lack anything? They said, no, we never lacked a thing. Yeah. Why? Because... Jesus was with them, you know, yep. because or, or because Jesus was the one who commissioned them and and he had a father who was going to back him up, yeah. you know. Um, and it's not that they were out there poor and broke and loving, yeah. living on the streets. No. Like, that's not yeah. what the word says. No, they said, I lacked nothing. Yeah. What does that mean? That means they were in no position of lack. So they yeah. weren't they weren't needy. They weren't poor. They weren't wandering around begging for food. Right. No, they that's lacked lacking. nothing. Like, yeah, if you do lack. that, you're lacking. Yeah. No, they weren't lacking. <laughs> Um, you, you look at like how many of his disciples, where, where do you read in anywhere in the gospels where any of Jesus' disciples were physically sick, right. you know, or, or having an issue? No. When people were, came around Jesus, they got healed. Why? Yeah. Cause he was full of compassion. E even Peter, as he became a disciple of Jesus, what, what happened? Jesus came into Peter's home. There's his mother-in-law was sick. Oh no. Yeah. Rebuke fever. It's gone now yeah. and she's fine. Right. Yeah. Like so, by him becoming a disciple of Jesus, even the people around him were, were made well. So yeah. we're, there's benefits, but where did these benefits come? When remember what Peter said with the rich young ruler, the same point when Jesus said, "All things are possible to him yeah. who believes." Rich young ruler comes, doesn't want to give up his stuff to follow him, and what does Peter say? Well, we left all to follow you. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the heart of Peter. Whenever his mother-in-law got healed, that's yeah. the heart of Peter. Whenever he saw the bread and loaves, you know, multiplied, that's yeah. you know what what he left all to follow him in 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 that heart of I just want to be connected with, yeah. with Jesus. I, I want to serve Jesus. I want to learn from Jesus. And him is the word of life yeah. because he gave all to follow Jesus and to bless Jesus. That's where the benefits began to just yeah. fill up in his life. I, I oh, it bothered me, but. Um, I saw someone po make a post like, you know, like coming against the idea that God has a wonderful plan for your life. And, uh, it, and, it's, and it was a picture of Peter being crucified upside down and said, God has a wonderful plan for your life, Peter. And I'm like, are we just going to overlook his mother-in-law being healed uh, the two times that his yeah. boat was filled to, yeah. to the brim, to sinking ship with, yeah. with, uh, with the fish? Are we overlooking, you know, Peter walking on water? Are we overlooking the hundreds of thousands, like yeah. probably tens of thousands of people, probably hundreds of thousands of people that Jesus healed, yeah. you know, um, like all the miracles of provision, all those mighty things, Peter being brought out of jail, you know, like he, he he's literally in prison and all of a sudden everything, the, the, the angel comes and literally yeah. walks him out of prison. Are we overlooking all these things for, for the fact that Peter was crucified upside down and is now in glory with Jesus. No, God had a wonderful plan for his life. Yeah. God has a wonderful plan for your life. God has increase in store for you. But it starts with, we left everything to follow yeah. you. We, we, we're going to bless you no matter what things look like. I'm going to, no matter what I feel, no matter what I see, I'm just going to bless the Lord. I'm going to partner my life with him. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his yeah. righteousness. And then the increase is going to come. Well, in Revelation, it tells us that you know, they overcame by the blood of the lamb, mm -hmm. the word of their testimony. And most people don't know that there's a third part. Yeah. Like the, most of the time, all the songs you hear, anytime it's sung, it's they have overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Like that's literally what they sing. Mm -hmm. But there's a third part that says they loved not their life, even to the death. Yeah. And Here's the thing, like you hear all that stuff about Peter, and if you're looking at it 
through the worldly lens. Yeah. It could look bad, but here's the thing. The word tells us there's a reward and it's a great reward for yeah. a martyr. It's yeah. like somebody who gave their life for the gospel being persecuted to such a degree Peter got rewarded when he got to heaven. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not even like he just, like this is a small thing, but it's not even just that he got to go to heaven. He got abundantly blessed oh, yeah. when he went to heaven because not only was he martyred, he chose to be martyred upside down because he didn't consider himself worthy to be crucified the same way Jesus was. So he said, flip me upside down. I'm not even worthy to be crucified the same way. Even in death, he didn't consider his own life yeah. worthy to save himself. He's like, you know what? No, Jesus is more important. Mm -hmm. And he overcame. Yeah. He overcame that. Mm -hmm. See, this is where we have gotten stuck a lot of the times as believers is, you know, there's the blood of the lamb. We'll preach that. We'll testify maybe about the goodness of God, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm not going to love my life. Well, the, the, the word says that I need to love myself because I need to love my neighbors as myself. So I've got to love me. Mm -hmm. no. It means that you put the kingdom first yeah. above your life, yeah. above it. The kingdom's got to be first. Jesus has to be first. And that's where increase will come is when we get our priorities in balance. Yeah. It's God. like, And not just God's number one and everything else is two, three, four. It's God is the lens that we see everything yeah. through. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have this compartmentalized Eastern like thinking or West, not Eastern, Western thinking. I'm sorry, I had my directions backwards. But we don't have this, okay, here's my God pocket, my church pocket, my family pocket, my this. No, it's God, everything through God. Uh, everything I do, it's through you. Everything I do, it's for you. I breathe, it's for you. I wake up, it's for you. I'm cooking, it's for you. I'm at my job, it's for you. I'm doing all of this for you. And I want you to be glorified. I'm not going to love my own life more than I love you. Yeah. Whatever you want with my life, Jesus paid for it. Yeah. And it cost him everything. Mm -hmm. Like it cost Jesus everything. It cost him heaven. It cost him equality with God. It cost him time. It cost him friends. It cost him loyalty. Like he had people who were loyal to him that completely cut him off. It cost him being whipped. It cost him being beaten. It cost him being crucified. It cost him being separated from God himself. It cost him going to hell. It cost him being in hell, not just going and like waving and leaving. Like he was in hell mm -hmm. so that you could live a life of increase. It cost him everything. So if it cost him everything, what kind of a question even is it for us to say, God, you get everything back. Mm -hmm. Everything I have, I'm not going to consider my life as more important my life is yours. You gave everything for me and I get all of these benefits somehow. You were perfect. I stunk. Mm -hmm. I was so messed up. And yet somehow I reap the benefits of Jesus. That is a crazy mm -hmm. exchange, yeah. but not to God. God decided that you were worth it. But all it, and all it takes of us is a moment, a moment, a decision in a moment. I'm going to live for you. You're my Lord Jesus. I will not love myself more than I love you. You're my Lord. You increase, I decrease. You increase, I decrease. And as his dominion increases, that's how we see that goodness and that wonderful, amazing, all the good things that we can have. It comes when he increases and we let ourselves decrease. Yeah. And it's, and it's, as God increases, our flesh decreases, yeah. but it's God in us that's yeah. increasing. It's, it's the glory of God in us that's yeah. increasing. All that I bring to the table is not much. Yeah, no, and it's, so it's nothing. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nothing. I'm bringing so, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing nothing to the table. It's all God. And so, you know, when John says he must increase, I must decrease, yeah. he, he had a revelation of that. You know, like basically in my life, 
my life is here. My purpose is to bring God glory. Yeah. Even Jesus, as he w- walked through life, uh, so that the Father may be glorified. Yeah. You know, this is for the Father, so that the Father, even Jesus was pointing to the Father, you yeah. know. Um, and so if we want to I- increase, essentially what we need to do is decrease. Yeah. Welcome to the kingdom of God where things are backwards, you know, from the kingdom of this world and yeah. from what we've been taught. As I put myself and my flesh down, and I give more and more glory to God, Yeah. what's happening is the grace of God becomes stronger in my life, in my, my life as a whole, because I'm because what I'm bringing the, to the table, I'm recognizing how much little I bring, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm just relying more and more on God. That's where everything begins to go up. Amen. And so, so today, you know, we just want to give you an opportunity yeah. to just re, you know, dedicate, re, to, to just um, make that commitment fresh with God. God, I'm putting myself down. I'm, you know, I'm crucifying that flesh. The, the, that part of me that I've just been seeking the, the increase rather than just giving you the glory. I, yeah. I, I'm going to repent of that. And yeah. God, you're going to be the Lord. You're, gonna, you're the main thing in my life. We're, we we want to give you an opportunity mm-hmm. to just make God, put God on that throne again. Yeah. You know, uh, have, Let God be the one who you begin to glorify. Who, who, And as you begin to do that, all of a sudden you'll begin to recognize things just start working Amen. for me. Amen. So, so let's pray this together. Um, let's pray this together right now. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Today. Today. I make you the Lord of my life. I make you the Lord of my life. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I'll be obedient. And I'll be obedient. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For putting myself on the throne. For putting myself on the throne. For putting my desires on the throne. For putting my desires on the throne. I kick them off. I kick them off. And you take the throne. And you take the throne. I believe. I believe. That Jesus died for me. That Jesus died for me. And my sin. And my sin. And I believe. And I believe. On the third day. On the third day. He rose again. He rose again. To give me life. To give me life. To give me abundant life. To give me abundant life. I receive that life today. I receive that life today. And I give you all the glory. And I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Baptize me. Baptize me. With the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. And fire. And fire. So that I can do. So that I can do. All that you call me to do. All that you've called me to do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we thank y'all for being on. If this was on time, if it ministered to you, if this was something where you're like, I really needed this, this is encouraging and help, put something in the comments. Put a flame in the comments because here's the thing. The fire of God, it's not... A small thing like it's a refining fire it's an all-consuming fire but it's also a protective fire see when you seek the Lord first and he, you receive his baptism of Jesus of the Holy Ghost and fire that fire not only refines you but it protects it protects anything that could try to come at you because it gets burned up in there. So put a flame of fire in the comments right now if you received today and we thank you for being on with us Here's another thing you can do if you received. You can sow. That's what the kingdom tells us to do. The word says that we've been blessed to be a blessing. You know, we've been blessed to bless others. God gives seed to the sower. And so if this is a word that ministered to you, do you think that there's probably somebody else that it ministered to or that it could minister to? When we receive seed here in this ministry, we are not just receiving it for ourselves. Like Buddy and I don't take it and then go get nacho fries. Like that's not what we do with the seed. We take the seed to win souls. And we have different events that are going to be coming up here at Boomerang. You know, we have Boomfest that's coming up and that's an event where we literally have seen thousands of people like come to the Lord in one day. We saw that our very first year. Um I well I think it was our very first year. We had a, about a thousand people come to the Lord that day in one day. One day. We have different outreach events, you know, Brother Ted's meeting that's coming up. That's going to require supplies and, you know, time, effort. We have the amazing Axe Week that's coming up. We have so many things that are taking place, and the kingdom needs to be funded. 
And this is why he's placed seed in our hands so that way we can supply. We have a supply ready for every good work. There are good works happening and there's good works in the works yeah. here at What's Right, not just this broadcast. There are, you know, Pastor Brian's talked about it before. We've got the Bible Academy coming up. That's going to require time, effort, resources. You know, we have, I can't talk about all of it just because the Lord hasn't released us to, but there's things in process that are going to greatly impact the kingdom. And we want you to have the ability to receive the grace that's on this ministry. And you can do that by partnering with the ministry. It's literally as easy as asking God, God, I have this in my hand. What do you want me to do with it? And to you, it may seem small. Like this is one of my favorite stories to tell. We've literally had people who didn't think that they like had financial seed, but they were farmers. So what they tithed to the church were chickens. Like we've literally had chickens tithed into the ministry before because they're like, I, I, I may not have money, but this is what I do. So I'm going to give what I do to the kingdom. So to you, it may look small. And here's what I would encourage too. We have a variety of, of teenagers that watch this broadcast like youth. You're never too young to start sewing. You're never too young to start sewing. Abigail has a testimony of when she started driving. Pastors told her, you're responsible for paying your car insurance. She did not have a job of any kind. She was not working. And she had now she had a bill. That looks fun but she's a sower she's been raised to be a sower so she sowed and she believed and she sowed and she believed and the lord every single month has provided not only exactly what she's needed but most months exceedingly abundantly beyond it you're never too young to start sowing yeah. and we've made it super easy you can sew look for those of you who are old school you can mail checks we have people literally mail us checks and cash you can do that here at boomerang you can mail it to p.o box 1515 albemarle and it's 28002 you can mail it to us here at boomerang if you're old school if you are part of the you know the youthful generation you want to just give on cash app because that's how you spend and do all the things I don't do cash up. I'm somewhere in between. But you know, like you can do it whichever way you want. We've made it so easy. But all you've got to do is ask God, do you want me to sow? Should I partner? And here's the thing. If he tells you yes, you're not going to be disappointed. It's not wasted. It's not lost. God never forgets a seed. Yeah. He never, ever, ever forgets a seed. Yeah. He remembers those things and he honors those things. So as you sow, you can guarantee that your seed is about to be blessed. It's about to be honored as you sow it in faith. Your heart determines the harvest that you're going to receive. So if you want to receive, if, the, if you truly believe this is my year of increase, yeah. I'm going to see increase and I'm going to sow into the increase that God's already promised promise me, I'm going to invest in it. What a better way to do that than by sewing today. So if you feel led to, you can go to giveww.org. You can go to our QR code that we have at the bottom of the screen. You can just open up your camera app, or if you have an iPhone, open up the QR code, the little app thing that's there, and it'll take you right to the page. I really sound old as I'm describing it. I know this, but there are so many different ways you can do that. Give however you feel led, but God will prove that he is God. Amen. So we're going to pray over every seed that God blesses it right now. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you so much for... Thank you. Father, thank you for, per, that for people who purpose in their yeah. heart to sow. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you for those who cheerfully sow thank into you, your Lord. kingdom, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that even right now, God, that you're beginning to speak to people and giving them wisdom. God, yeah. thank you for giving them wisdom, thank revelation, you, and knowledge, God, on what you want them to do in partnering with this ministry. And Father God, right now in Jesus' name, every seed we receive it in Jesus' name, and we, we call that seed blessed, pressed down, shaken together. Thank you, Lord. It will be running over into their laps. Father, thank you, Lord. The blessing is on that seed. Father, thank you, Lord, that as they see that as they sow in obedience yeah. to you, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're providing all their need. Father, thank you, Lord, that you're, that you're bringing increase into their homes. Even right now, as they're sowing, God, I thank you, Lord, that you will bring quick increase in their lives. In Jesus' name, we believe we have received it. 
Amen. 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 Thanks for being on with us today. We're going to be back tomorrow, same time, same place, here at 11.30. We have Lunch Plus Live for you tomorrow. Take this broadcast right now and send it to somebody you know. It's going to be a great encouragement. It'll, it'll help. So take the link if you're on YouTube. Text it to a friend of yours right now. Email it out. If you're on Facebook, hit the share button. Get the word to someone who needs it. But tomorrow we are going to be back and it's going to be phenomenal. So if we don't see you before then, we'll see you tomorrow. And we love you.